0: Whatever begins to exist must have a cause for its existence. The universe began to exist. Therefore, the universe must have a cause for its existence. It has been said that the Kalam cosmological argument doesn't mention God and therefore isn't an argument for the existence of God. Should we throw out this time-tested argument that Christian apologists use? So my friend Cameron Bertuzzi over at Capturing Christianity just released one of three videos responding to Stephen Woodford of Rationality Rules and a video he made about debunking the Kalam Cosmological Argument. It was so good that one well-known scholar put it, it was clear, damning, and aesthetically pleasing. But Rationality Rules has now responded. And the question is, was his response compelling? The short answer is no. The long answer is, No. Okay, I get it, that's a bit played out now. Now, Steven, who runs Rationality Rules, is a really sharp guy. He seems friendly, I like him. He seems to really care about the people that watch his videos. But on this issue, I couldn't disagree with him more. You know that thing about the Kalam not mentioning God? Well, the prevailing criticism that Rationality Rules brings to Cam's video is that Cameron is wrong to object to the debunking video on the grounds that it only deals with the core syllogism or the two premises and conclusion and not the further argumentation that Christian apologists always follow it with. After all, Rationality Rules makes it clear that he was just responding to the original argument and not the further argumentation or conceptual analysis of what that cause must be that would get you to God. And after all, that original argument without the conceptual analysis doesn't get you to God. The main focus of this video is the original Kalam cosmological argument. So to get straight into the thick of it, the first point to be raised, in my opinion, is that even if we accept the Kalam cosmological argument in its entirety, all it would prove is that there was a cause of the universe and that's it. It doesn't even suggest, let alone prove, that this cause was a being. Now, this is a common enough criticism from my atheist friends that I feel like it needs a clear response. For example, here's Matt Dillahunty telling one of his callers that the Kalam doesn't say anything about God in the two premises or the conclusion. That that argument Uh, does not include the word God, at all no but so it's not an argument for the existence of god then is it as you can see it kind of shut down the discussion so have atheists found what amounts to a get out of jail free card to what christian apologists think is one of their strongest arguments well here's the thing whenever a theist brings the Kalam argument he or she will always follow it with the conceptual analysis that gets you to god like every time always ever. For this reason, the Kalam has become synonymous in these online discussions with the whole ball of wax that begins with the core syllogism and ends with the conceptual analysis of the cause. But if our atheist friends feel like they scored some points by pointing out that the core syllogism doesn't mention God, well, high five. I'm fine with that. And just to be safe, whenever I use the Kalam, I personally don't say I'm gonna give the Kalam, but instead I refer to it as a case that begins with the Kalam cosmological argument. Still, Cameron's point stands, and nothing's really been debunked. Think about it. If what some atheists say is true, and the Kalam isn't an argument for God, but just for a cause, which is fine, because it's kind of a mundane claim, well, then nothing got debunked. Now, Rationality Rules does offer some further comments to the Kalam itself, to the core syllogism. And I'm gonna say something about it, but because there's a fair amount of nuance here, you should probably stop right now, if you haven't already, and go watch the original debunking of the Kalam video from Rationality Rules, and then go to Capturing Christianity and watch Cameron's response to that video, and then you might watch Rationality Rule's response to the response. Yeah, do that, and I'll put the links in the description. As for the further comments from Rationality Rules about the Kalam itself, I'd just like to point out in a friendly way that it seems to me that he's projected his own equivocation on the use of the term universe into the argument, and he's put himself in the awkward position of now needing to defend the concept, or the possibility, of a past infinite universe. And frankly, I'm skeptical that he can. So he seems to have presented two non-problems for the Kalam itself, and then he actually gives two criticisms of how Christian apologists deal with the further argumentation that comes after the core syllogism, after the original argument. And the argument is flawed because it commits an equivocation fallacy, and it asserts that something can be created from nothing. And the proponents of the Kalam Cosmological Argument also frequently commit, a special pleading fallacy, and an argument from ignorance. This means that on balance, Rationality Rules used as much space in his video responding to the further argumentation that he said he wasn't here to talk about as he did talking about the problems he sees with the argument itself. So those issues can't be part of his debunking of the Kalam unless Rationality Rules thinks that the further argumentation is part of the Kalam, which his follow-up response video makes clear It isn't. So the core syllogism doesn't get you to God. You need further argumentation by way of a conceptual analysis of the cause for that. So is it fair to brush off the argument by saying the Kalam just doesn't mention God? Well, here's a proposition. Cigarettes are dangerous. Now, is that true? Most of us would probably happily agree that it is, but let's think about it more deeply. Within a mile of my location right now, there are probably thousands of cigarettes and I can't see how any of them pose me any immediate danger. In fact, if there was a pack of cigarettes in my hand right now, I still wouldn't be in any obvious danger to my personal health. In fact, I could probably pull one of those cigarettes out and light it, and I still wouldn't be in a drastic situation of real danger. In order to make relevant the original claim that cigarettes are dangerous, you would need to provide a further proposition in addition to the core proposition or the original proposition. You could say something like, if you light a cigarette and then inhale the tobacco smoke through the filter, and if you do this over a prolonged period of time, which you probably will because it contains nicotine and other addictive substances, then that smoke and the other chemicals in the cigarette can be dangerous to your physical health as it's absorbed through your lungs. With those further propositions, we can make sense of the original proposition that cigarettes are dangerous. Now, you might be thinking, yeah, but Braxton, come on. Everybody knows that when you say cigarettes are dangerous or something like that, you're referring to the whole ball of wax. Right, and everyone knows in these discussions that when you say something like the Kalam is a great argument for God's existence, you're referring to the whole ball of wax. Now, again, I really like Matt Dillahunty, I really like Rationality Rules, and I like a lot of other atheist YouTubers, even though they say things like this. But if this is what we're considering a debunking, it seems like maybe I've just got a different definition. And unfortunately, a lot of people who are not as familiar with this topic as Matt Dillahunty and Rationality Rules are, We'll take videos like these made by YouTube atheists and spread them around quite liberally to friends and family members and others. When people talk about the Kalam casually, they're talking about the Kalam argument and the conceptual analysis that gets you to God. But videos like these give the untrained eye the impression that the YouTuber has shut down the ultimate argument that begins with the Kalam, the ultimate case that begins with the Kalam, but they haven't. And I get it. Rationality rules said that he was just dealing with the original argument, even though he did go on to talk a little bit about the further argumentation. And these kinds of YouTubers can't help the fact it's not their fault that people listen to them and just take their word for it without studying it out for themselves. So whatever. In the end, it's fine to say that cigarettes are dangerous because everyone knows what you mean and they'll wreck your life. And in a similar way, it's fine to say the Kalam is an incredible argument for God because everyone knows what you mean. And frankly, it wrecks atheism.